on the desert planet Arrakis. Dune is the story of the boy, Paul Atreides, heir to a noble family tasked with ruling an inhospitable world where the only thing of value is a spice melange, a drug capable of extending life and enhancing consciousness. Coveted across the known universe, melange is a prize worth killing for. When House Atreides is betrayed, the destruction of Paul's family will set the boy on a journey towards a destiny greater than he could have ever imagined. And as he evolves into the mysterious man known as Muad'Dib, he will bring to fruition humankind's most ancient and unattainable dream. As Mark Carrigan most famously says, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. When regarding the events of Frank Herbert's Dune, these words could not be truer. At the beginning of the series, we follow young Paul Atreides as his family moves from their home planet on Kaladin to the spice-rich planet of Arrakis, most famously known as Dune. It is on Dune where he and his family face an ultimate betrayal. It is on Dune where Paul and his mother, the Lady Jessica, are forced to run from their dwellings and into the desert to live amongst the natives of the planet who are called the Fremen. And it is amongst them that he becomes their lord and savior. He frees them from the oppression of the evil Harkonnens, and it is with their aid that he usurps the very throne his father once served, and he himself becomes emperor. So the first book, Dune, follows the hero's journey. Paul, who is born of an unusual circumstance, is forced through tragedy to go on this epic quest, during which he makes allies with the Fremen, he gets the girl, and he defeats the big bad in the form of the Baron Harkonnen. When you consider all of these things, Paul Atreides, at first glance, is a typical of the hero character archetype. He is everything that you would look up to. He's noble, has a good moral compass, he values the lives of those loyal to him, and he shows mercy even to those who have betrayed him. But as you continue to read on into the saga with the following books, you see that archetypal axiom get turned on its head. Dune, as I like to say, is a deconstruction of the archetypal hero. Even though the first book follows this well-known formula, the rest of them don't. By the end of the first book, when he defeats the Harkonnens and becomes emperor, you would think that everything is settled. You know, he saved the day and there's peace throughout the galaxy. But 
that's not what happens. As a consequence of freeing the Fremen from Harkonnen oppression, the Fremen in turn deify him as a legendary figure known as Moadib, and in the years following his ascension to the throne, they begin a jihad that results in the deaths of billions of people across countless worlds. And at one point in one of the sequel books to Dune, Dune Messiah, Paul himself is compared to Hitler. I really love it when books subvert well-known tropes and archetypes. It still feels familiar enough to the reader, but it brings something new to the genre. Ultimately, the message behind Dune is this. The hero and the person are two different things. Throughout the series, we do get a chance to glimpse into Paul's mind. We get to see from his perspective. And as you continue through the books, you really start to pity him because at the end of the day, regardless of all of the terrible things that are being done in his name, Paul Atreides himself is not a bad person. He even condemns the jihad, though he doesn't do so publicly. Everything that happens is done for a greater reason, a reason that most other people wouldn't understand. Frank Herbert himself believed that heroes were dangerous that the actions that they themselves did, or the actions that their supporters did again in their name, essentially just bring a lot of trouble and suffering to the everyday man. And this is a theme that is explored extensively even in some of the Marvel movies, especially Captain America's Civil War. We as the audience get to follow these heroes and get to see them fight in these, you know, great epic battles that involve a lot of violence and damage to the world around them. But because we're so focused on the heroes, we don't see how their actions affect the ordinary person, you know, the people that are like us. There are several books in the Dune Saga, though personally I would recommend only reading those written by Frank Herbert himself. And those books include Dune, Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune, Heretics of Dune, and Chapter House Dune. That's all for this episode. This is your host, Sierra Whitfield, signing off, and as always, happy reading.